Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. And we're about to dive into such a juicy, powerful, epic interview with none other than Kevin Castillo. This guy is a legend, one of the most driven, ambitious, positive, like aspirational human beings that I know. A massive contribution in, in everywhere I see him on social media, various Facebook groups, in his own podcast, the Supercharged Life Podcast. Oh my gosh, this is life supercharged. This is like, we are, we are getting life supercharged up in here. So definitely stay tuned. It's going to be a blast. And before we bring him on, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing to become your greatest possible self. Thank you for taking the steps on this journey with us. And uh, just keep plugged in because that's one thing I've done. It's one thing Kevin does. And all the best people, they stay plugged into the sources of inspiration and the things that will really make a difference for us. So stay plugged in. Okay. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. And this week, let's see who it's by. It's by CJ Hokama, who says, Feed the burn. Chris's energy, enthusiasm, and zeal for his work is truly unmatched. He brings the absolute best in his guest, us, the listeners, as well as himself, when it matters the most in life, the present moment. This podcast is not just hoorahs and chest-pounding moments either. Chris and his guests deliver breakthrough tools and applicable life exercises in order for his audience to make being the greatest version of, uh, versions of themselves possible. CJ Hokama, thank you so much for giving us that review. And if you want a chance to shout it out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast Store and give us a review there. Thank you so much in advance for doing that and supporting us on our growth, letting us know what you want to see more of and stay plugged in. Okay, I'm going to introduce Kevin in just a sec here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen. This is going to be an amazing interview. We're going to go deep and we're going to sh share. You know, We're going to have a conversation about what it's like to, to be an entrepreneur, to be on the journey, to be out exploring and discovering and finding what works because you know, I just really love having that student and that beginner's mind. And Kevin really comes with that. He's just a real dude. So definitely stay tuned and let's get life supercharged, okay? Kevin Castillo is a true seeker, limiting belief crusher, and he looks and is committed to inspiring people that are lost and need direction to live a supercharged life. It wasn't easy for him. He is still on the journey to leaving job dependency to have the desired freedom he desires. And on this interview, he's going to explain how success was defined growing up and how success isn't a one-way street. He acknowledges that in order for him to do that, failure is a must. He has become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Kevin currently hosts the Life Supercharged podcast where he interviews people that are already crushing it in their industry and provides the stories and inspiration that got them where they are today. Kevin is currently writing a book that he plans to leverage as an opportunity to gain speaking engagements to get his word out to the masses and help people live a supercharged life and be their greatest possible selves. And we're blessed to have him here with us today. Kevin Castillo, are you ready to bring the heat, my man? Let's bring it. 
Let's go. Bringing it. <laughs> we are live and becoming your greatest possible self, brother. Let's get this party started, man. Thank you for being here. And we want to know what is what is the meaning of holiday magic for you, bro? What does that mean for you? Uh, definitely, it's going to be something, you know, uh, family's always first. Um, I always enjoy spending time with them and everything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you know, kind of accepting what I've had this year, sure. being thankful for what I've had and all, what I've accomplished. Also, it's going to be a way for me to uh, reflect on this previous year and reflect on what's going to come on through the, the following year. But uh, yeah, every day is a new day for me. I'm always trying to crush it with where I'm at in life and everything. And I'm just looking forward to this holiday and spending it with my family. Boom shakalaka. I love it, dude. That's I, I really feel like people who prioritize family, you know, like my girlfriend, she's she's like the woman of my dreams. She's always talking about how much she she values family. You know, I'm always celebrating my family, my parents being grateful for how they raised me. I find that people who like really love family is they're usually like real. You know, they're really, really loving, really caring, really kind, respectful people. Uh, so I acknowledge that that's a big part of you and who you are and how you show up because you're a massive contribution to everyone around you, man. So I love that the holidays ignite that family uh, commitment in you. So Kevin, tell us a little bit more about uh, Life Supercharge, your podcast, and just what you're up to today. I mentioned it a little bit in your intro, but tell us what you stand for, man. Um, so I'm all about, you know, like you said, getting uh, comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, I'm all about trying to, you know, chase the freedom I really desire. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I do have a podcast. I've had the uh, whole idea of having one uh, since late 2017, I pondered on the idea of it. I bought the microphone and everything and I uh, let it sit up in the closet for like almost two years. And, um, I tried everything to get it going, but I was just a little bit confused on with all the information out there. And there's a lot of information. I think that anybody can do whatever they want with the amount of information. It's just a matter of how fast do you want to do it? And sometimes you need to really buckle down and say, okay, I really need to figure out what I'm going to do. And sometimes it means, you know, getting in touch with a coach like you, of course, you're the reason behind, you're the whole reason behind the Live Supercharged podcast. You know, you know, we had our Thursday meetups, you know, we talk weekly and everything and you're always willing to support me. So I definitely appreciate, uh, appreciate you on that. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of where I'm at right now. I'm in the process of writing a book. Um, it has not launched yet. Um, I intend to have it up, uh, hopefully up and going, you know, maybe January, February. Done. Time it's already done, man. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> and so, and it, it wasn't easy for me to get where I am today. And, uh, you know, uh, let me start off with, you know, I'm not, I'm not a coach. I'm not an expert in anything. I obviously am honored to be on your podcast. I was kind of like, what am I going to bring to the table to the audience? And the thing is, is like, I think everybody has something to bring to the table wherever they are in life. Cause there's always going to be somebody that, you know, has, something that they need help with that I might already know. Like, it took me a while. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. It took me, like, 2011 is whenever I started trying to figure out what I was going to do to make maximum dollar for minimal effort. And it got me all the way to this point right now where I was just kind of shuffling through all these different things. Mm. And um, so, like I was saying, I had to figure out what it was I really wanted. I had to get around the people, and I had to, um, you know, watch them and, you know, follow their lead and everything. Sure. So. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, but I just feel that, um, you know, I don't have the fancy Rolex. I don't have the Ferrari. I don't have the mansion or anything. I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at. Um, I'm still growing. I still have a job. Um, I, I do enjoy my job. I love the people there. Um, 
So uh, just where I'm at right now and everything, I am very, very busy. I work 70 hours a week. Mm -hmm. uh, I come home. I work on my podcast. I work on the upcoming episodes. I stay in contact with the people that have been on it or that are going to be on it. Um, so I'm always about spreading the value, give, 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 and uh, just trying to make an impact. So that's just kind of where I'm at right now. I just hope that I can touch someone's heart today that may feel lost or need direction. And, you know, we'll just kind of go from there. Bro, I love it, Kevin. I think one of your greatest assets that you might not even recognize is just how real you are, how motivated you are, how just on the journey sharing what's been going on. And uh, like you're just you're you're connected to people and you keep showing up and you like post consistently on social media. You post a lot, dude. You post a lot of graphics and inspirational images and videos and things like that that keep people encouraged and on the journey. So I just I really want to acknowledge you, man, that that action is building over time that the planting of the seeds whatever you've been doing since 2011 man like it is manifesting already so I just i just really want you to know that people notice people's lives are being benefited because of you because of how you show up man so um it doesn't for everyone who's listening in the audience too you don't have to have everything all figured out. You don't have to be a millionaire to make a difference for other people. In fact, you, one, you're going to inspire people who might be a couple steps behind you who aren't yet getting their message out on social media, who maybe don't feel confident sharing where they're at. Maybe they still are in a job and they feel like they can't add value to people. Maybe there's some people like that listening right now. And also, the people who are a couple steps ahead of you who might be like, man, I'm so overwhelmed and like I don't know what to do next or I feel like tired and exhausted. My life's not perfect. And they see you and they're like, damn, if Kevin could do it, like, look at all this that I got, all this opportunity, all these things that are working well. Like, if Kevin can do it, I can do it. So just know that no matter where people are at, whether they're, quote unquote, ahead of you in the success, uh, financial success, business, entrepreneurial success, or quote unquote, behind you, a couple steps behind you, either way, you can really make a difference for them, man. So I want to go back into your journey uh, and especially talk about the defining moments that built you up to where we are today. I know uh, health was a big part of your your journey and being more more healthy tell us a little bit more about that and how that played a big part in your personal development so yeah <laughs> health is a big thing for me believe it or not i used to weigh close to 300 pounds back in 2004 i tried everything to lose the weight i just wasn't willing to you know starve myself or whatever and i just realized i needed to make changes i made changes but then somewhere down the line 2010 2011 well actually let me back up 2008 i kind of started getting into the whole working out scene taking all every supplement imaginable, yep. uh, forcing myself to work out when I was tired, uh, poor diet, um, everything led up to 2012, major anxiety, uh, panic attacks. Uh, I just had a, a lot of issues with, I had to figure out what it was that was causing me to have these issues and everything boiled down to uh, diet and stress and stress is real bad. And so now I'm real cautious. Uh, my health is you know, on point. I am improving. Um, so I am, you know, working out regularly, uh, not as much as I would like, but I am going to jump back on the wagon. And that's one thing that I had to stress. And like I said, I'm no health expert, but you have to listen to your body. You know, if your body's telling you to rest, you better rest because I was a person that was working out five, six days a week. Even when I was tired working 12, 13 hour days, I was forcing myself to do it. Mm -hmm. Little did I know what I was doing that I was going to start bringing on issues. So, uh, let your body be your guide and, you know, Look at what you eat and everything and always, uh, you know, be cautious of what's going through your mind all the time because that can 
contribute to a lot of things. Amen. Dude, I, I really, I really appreciate you sharing that because whether you're a bodybuilder or whether you're just trying to get into better shape, you know, like pushing yourself past your limits, it just doesn't work, you know? And I think a lot of us have been conditioned. We got to work, 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 grind our face off. And there's part truth to that. It is important to have good work, that work ethic. It is important to give your best. But you, my, my um, girlfriend, she like really injured her knees from pushing herself when she was um, competing. She wanted to like really get into the best body shape of her life. And she wasn't listening to her body and was just pushing herself on the Stairmaster and just keep going. And so she's had to like really take care of her knees ever since that point. At that point where she pushed herself too far. So I think um, rest is such an undervalued, understated thing in, in our lives. And I know, I know you track your rest, you track like your, your sleeping and stuff yeah. to make sure that you're getting the best, the best, you have the aura ring. So, um, you know, tell us a little bit more about um, life hacking and health hacking, because I know that's like a part of your journey too, to really optimize everything that you're doing. Yeah, it's real tough. Like I was saying, I work like 70 hours a week. Um, so I'm always having to stay in touch, uh, you know, be on point with my health and everything. Yeah. Uh, I take my lunch every single day. Um, I typically fast the entire morning and then I eat a, a lunch. Uh, and I always make for sure that I can go to bed between a specific time. Yep. And I always make for sure that I don't eat a heavy carb uh, meal uh, because that does affect me. And, I, you know, I've tested the waters. I've, I've fasted through dinner. I've made a high carb meal. I've done light carb, zero carb. And uh, light, zero to light carb is the best thing for me. And like, sure. um, everybody's different. Everybody's going to react to different things. So um, the one thing I like about this ring is that it attracts my health, my resting heart rate. It tells me um, how to take on my day. It grades me on my sleep score. Uh, what else? It kind of gives me the, the rhythm, uh, the tracking throughout the whole week, the whole entire month. Sure. And it tells me, uh, like I said, take it easy to go work out. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's real cool and real awesome how... The technology that we have today, um, we can easily track so many different things. And I think that, uh, my personal opinion, because I'm into biohacking a lot, mm -hmm. uh, I think that this technology that's evolving into what it is today, I think that you're going to start seeing people living longer because they're going to be uh, more aware of these things that you can track. You know, my biggest thing is uh, track what you can hack or hack what you can track, something like that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And this is this is great stuff, man. I think if people knew the metrics that were important to them, they would be able to create better habits to shift those those metrics, right? And I know that's what we're going to be talking about today, limiting beliefs, habits, different things like that. Uh, but I know who Naveen Jain, um, do you know who he is? I think you Oh yeah. Picture. I, I, what what's his company? What's his company called? Uh his is um Golly, what is it's it? like uh, the it's the microbiome yeah uh, it's biome biome yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it's and it's crazy i mean yeah. so I it's, it's, to, it's like really getting that custom nutrition and custom like design stuff that we need to be able to shift our our well-being because our our gut is so important man and a lot of people we just we've eating processed foods over the years, different things like that. So being able to take tests and have like your aura ring and things that are able to give us information, um, even like brainwaves, right? When monks meditate, they can get into the gamma 
brain waves, which is like this like super mind, super conscious mind, um, and they're they're able to get into that state simply from practicing meditation. But a lot of people just don't even know how do I get to how do I get to alpha, which is a good um, brain wave, and theta as well. We're constantly in beta, which is like the fight or flight brain wave. And so if we wear like head like a, a brain wave monitoring device, then we can tell hey how peaceful are we actually, and we're going into this age where we can get that kind of information like way easier than yeah. you know in the past it would have been like ten thousand dollars to have a, a device that could tell us that kind of stuff today it's like a couple hundred it's awesome man yeah it is and you know um and like my biggest thing is like i like if i eat something and i feel good mm. i will most likely eat it again but if i eat something and i'm ready to crash mm. after like 15 20 30 minutes that's probably not a meal that i need to probably take on again and the thing is, is you're not going to be able to avoid all these, um, all, like you're going to be exposed to a lot of food that you might not be able to control, like when you're on vacation or trips or whatever. Yep. I just, you just need to prep with the specific vitamins and everything, uh, like a daily detox, uh, when you go on these trips uh, to take before you eat the food or whatever. But, yeah. but yeah, that's just kind of where I'm at. I'm always watching what I'm eating because I know firsthand what it's like to neglect your eating habits. Yeah. And like I say, I mean, I was like, I was given the chance to live, you know, and I hate to say it like that because, um, that was like, there's a, there's a saying that goes, um, when your body's whispering, you better listen to it before it screams. So my body was always whispering to me over the years and then it screamed and I could have prevented that if I would have just listened. So now whenever I see certain patterns that are, see specific things going on in my body, I start thinking, what was it? You know, everything. So. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not a health expert. Definitely go see the doctor if you need to go. Uh, but uh, find ways to live an optimal life. Yeah. And and what's great about this though, man, is like you you broke through those those patterns of the past. And typically patterns are uh, self-sabotage, numbing, running, avoiding, or just not knowing what we're doing that is hurting ourselves. You know, having these belief systems that say, I have to do some things a certain way. I have to work harder and push myself beyond my limits at the gym and, you know, seven days a week and kill myself. Or, you know, I have to grind my face off and things like that. And again, you know, there's a time and place for those beliefs to come in. But I think the thing I wanted to dive into as well is around your health, like when did you start saying, hey, limiting beliefs are a big part of of the journey and maybe it's health, maybe you started noticing it there, but it really came into effect in entrepreneurship. When did recognizing limiting beliefs really start to become a priority for you? Well, limiting beliefs doesn't necessarily uh, go on the whole thing around health. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the whole thing with health, like I said, again, I can't say it enough. I'm not a health expert. Right. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Um, you have to do whatever works for you. Yep. Um, there's so many different diets out there today. Keto, paleo, fasting, uh, caveman diet, carnivore. You got to do whatever works for you. Sure. Um, so uh, the, my whole thing was, you know, growing up, I always had to eat these specific foods, but little did I know that those foods were were what led me to get overweight. Mm. Um, and you just have to figure out what works best for you, um, work out regularly, and just kind of figure, like I said, figure out what works best for you. I'm not going to tell you what to do. That's you, you are your own boss. Like I said, you are the CEO of yourself. You sure. control whatever you do. But the whole thing with the limiting beliefs goes, digs deeper into the whole thing with whenever I was growing up, I uh, 
<laughs> I was actually a DNF student and I and I will gladly admit it. Whereas before I was embarrassed because mm. I thought I was a failure. And I would I remember I would get D's and F's, I would get grounded by my parents, and then like I remember um I got like a 69 on the report card and they allowed me not to be grounded for like six weeks <laughs> and because I was one point away. And so and, and it's kind of crazy because in our world today, if you fail in school, you look at as a failure. But one thing that people don't realize is that you look at uh, Michael Jordan, uh, Walt Disney, Colonel Sanders, there's so many different people that all they did was fail, 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 fail. Mm. And they learned from those failures. And that's what got them where they are today. Mm. And so I am comfortable with being uncomfortable and failing. Because if we don't fail, we're never going to learn anything. Mm. And I'm still on the journey. I'm still learning. And it's like it took me eight, eight nine years to, to realize I need to find out what I need to do. I need to connect with somebody. I need them to mentor me so we can get the ball rolling. And so basically going back to the grades, DNF, um, I graduated with a exactly a 2.0 GPA, which if you had a 1.9, you weren't graduating. Yeah. So, yeah, I barely I got out. I went to college. I went part time for uh, an entire year and I quit and I would just I was kind of job hop and I didn't know what I was wanting to do. And and I thought that going to college um, was the way to success and to making a lot of money. I'm not in no way against college at all, um, but I do feel that a lot of people, uh, you know, kids that are getting out of high school, I feel like they're being pressured to go to it. And they don't really have a clear idea of what they want to do. So they're just going and they're rushing and they kind of yep. get burned out. They don't know what to do. And I was reading a statistic on like New York Times that 73% of people that graduate college don't end up getting a job in their field. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, it's there if you need it. If you want to become a doctor, by all means, go be a, uh, a you know, get the degree to be a doctor, a dentist, a lawyer, sure. uh, a teacher. But don't go just because you think that's what it's going to take to be successful. We live in a, a world where um, we live in what's called the information age. We have so many much information at our tips. I have never met so many people in my life until um, the Internet came around, social media. I connected with a lot of people. Uh, my biggest fans are people I don't even know or haven't even met. And it's kind of crazy. Um, so. So, yeah. And like I was saying, it um, I was always told that I needed to make good grades so Mm -hmm. I could go to college and graduate and be successful. And I just it's one of those things where I didn't follow that route. I ended up going to school to work on cars Mm -hmm. and uh, I worked on cars for a little bit. Uh, I'm now a service advisor. Um, I love my job. I love the people. But it's not really. allowing me the time I need to work on my goals and everything. And sometimes you just have to uh, say, okay, this is enough. I know that I need to transition into something that will allow me to have more time because my biggest thing is favorite quotes is you can always make more money, but you can never get your time back. Yep. And I, I mean, next year I turned 40. I'm like, and not only that, but like my biggest thing is, is eventually we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. And and my biggest thing is I want to leave a legacy. Like whenever I die, I want people to remember me for certain things and everything. And that's why I'm grinding. I got my podcast going. Um, and it's just like, you know, I may not be the expert, but I'm interviewing the experts that that's are already right. living this large life. I'm going to write a book and then I'm going to write another book. I'm going to start getting on speaking on stages. I want to speak to the masses. That's that's what I enjoy. Mm. I love going to events and meeting new people. Yep. So, so yeah, my and another thing going back to maybe going off topic, but 
uh, I'll, I'll give you a prime example of something that happened the other day. I'm always testing days when to promote my podcast, right? So I've always, I've tested on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I don't really care about the downloads or anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I pretty much found my sweet spot. And I think a lot of people get discouraged because they don't get a lot of likes or comments mm-hmm. on the things that they post, but they never know who they're inspiring. And it's crazy because a couple of weeks ago, I launched a, a podcast and I announced it on Facebook. I didn't get like one like. I maybe got one or two likes, no comments. And within one hour, I had 25 downloads. Wow. So it's just, it's crazy because don't get discouraged by that because you never know who you're going to expire. Not only that, but I've had probably countless people private message me and say, hey, because of you, I got through my day. Hey, I, thanks for posting this. I needed to see that. Um, so yeah, it's, you never know who you're going to touch. Kevin, how did you keep that fire lit within you to be successful? Like when did, like, how do you keep it lit? Because I think a lot of people find that difficult to stay motivated when they're on the journey of entrepreneurship and especially being willing to, to get uncomfortable. How did you stay so motivated, man? Well, this is actually a chapter of my book that I'm writing. Uh, it's called uh, Burning Desire. You know, there's so many people you see, like all these famous athletes, these famous people and everybody's all, you know, hooting, hollering for them and everything. And, oh, I'm your biggest fan and everything. But they're not looking at what it took, what they had to go through and endure to get where they are. And anybody can say like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be a baseball player, basketball player, football player. But if you're not putting in the work, you're never going to get there. And that's where the burning desire comes in. You have to have that that fire inside of you that's going to keep you going and going and going. If you don't have any, then you're just going to give up and you're never going to get there. And you're always going to wonder what if. Mm. So I didn't start getting my burning desire until I started getting my podcast up and going and everything before it even launched. I was just, and one thing I, I personally like having a coach because he can hold me accountable. It's easy for me to do something on my own and just say, Oh, I'm too tired. I'm not going to do it. But Mm. I have the accountability. I'm, when I came home on Thursdays, I was tired, but that fire lit up inside of me once I started talking to you. Yep. Um, yeah, that's just what keeps me going. And now that I have the podcast up and going, it's just being consistent with it, delivering it every single week. And now that I've pretty much got it on idle right now, I'm just going to keep growing and growing. And now I'm working on my book. Um, and I just I want to grow. Kevin, you're a, a powerful connector, too. Um Having a coach is great, and I think that that made a big difference for you in getting your podcast launched and um, just being around inspiring people, mentors, people who've had success. Tell us a little bit more about how connecting with other people, especially other people who are fired up, other people who are motivated on the journey, maybe even a couple steps ahead of you, how that played a role in your journey, man. Gosh, yeah. Your vibe attracts your tribe, and the the people you hang around and associate yourself with is... You basically become ultimately. Yep. Become. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that will just hang around the people that live in their small town or whatever, or maybe in another state. But once I really found out what I wanted to do, I just I just reach out to them and just, you know, send them a, you know, like their page or send them a friend request and then just send them a message. And anybody can do that. But it's those small things that count that gets their attention. Like like I said, anybody can friend them. Anybody can like their stuff. But it's whenever you find out, oh, it's his birthday, you reach out to them. Oh, hey, happy birthday. Oh, hey, I went to that event. That was a great speech. And not only that, but uh, there's a guy who I interviewed. Uh, 
uh, two or three weeks ago, Mike says me at, I found out he launched a podcast. I blasted it on my Facebook. Yeah. I liked it. I subscribed. I wrote a review. I shared it. And that, you know, that's building up the relationship and everything. And so, yeah, I think that you need to figure out what it is you want to do. Find out the people, you know, figure out the people that are already doing it and just kind of shadow them. And even if you can't, you know, meet them or connect with them right away, just start hanging around groups that are local, get to events and just make the connections. Because eventually you're going to run into somebody that's going to know somebody that's a prime example. So, uh, yeah. His name's Cody Lee. He uh, is on, I already forget what it's called. But anyways, it's a show that's on NBC. And he uh, he was able to come to the event at Thrive in Vegas because the founder of Vegas knew somebody that knew his family. So you never know who, and you know, I actually interviewed someone else a while back. And he says, it's not who you know. It's not, it's not what you know. It's not who you know, but it's who knows you, mm. you know? So I live by myself and... Like I said, you just have to get around the people that are already crushing it and just, you know, mentor them. And not only that, but to build the relationship even more, whenever they launch a book, buy the book. If they, they're selling a T-shirt, buy the T-shirt, mm-hmm. post it on Facebook or Instagram, Twitter or whatever. Um, and just support, support, support. Give, 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 value, value, value. Like what uh, Gary Vaynerchuk says. He's got a book. Jab, 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 right hook. You know, so give, 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 ask, you know. Yeah. So, so Kevin, um, so, when, yeah. <laughs> when, when you were first on your journey, how did you know who to connect with? Were you just looking for other motivated people, other successful people, other people who were just actively engaged on social media? What, what were the criteria that you looked for to say, I want to connect with this person? Well, <laughs> Facebook can be a two-edged sword. Yeah, a lot of people hate it. A lot of people love it. I actually love it because when I first started out on Facebook, I... Uh, I was just seeing all this negativity from all the people I knew from like high school and everything. And, and I figured out this crazy thing. There's a button that says unfollow. <laughs> so over the next couple of years, I would just unfollow, but I would stay friends. So they wouldn't get mad. I would just right. stay friends, but unfollow. And then before you know it, all the stuff that I like and enjoy and like reading about and watching their videos mm. started overtaking it. So when you look at my Facebook, it's got like, Stuff from, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, Cole Hatter, Mike Sesniak, Brian K. Wright, Mike Gillespie, all these people that have made an impact in my life. That's all all I see. So whenever I get on my phone in the morning, that's all I see. Positivity, positivity. There's no negativity. And it's just, I'm not really into the the drama and the negativity. I I, I steer away from that as much as possible. Amen. And you know what else um, I've, I've recognized, Kevin, is... Even the people who like keep posting that negative stuff, drama and stuff, like people from high school, um, I've gotten to the point now where I've been like, I've had a 5,000 person friends list for a while. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, like when I was like, oh, who do I cut? How do I, how do I decide who's going to stay on my friends list? Cause I need to open up room for new people I'm connecting with experts, teachers, leaders, people who are changing the world. Like those are the people that I want to have around myself. And so I look back and I'm like, okay, where were these like old jobs that I had? And I just had friendships because, you know, just because I wanted to stay connected with them or maybe my ego wanted to have a big friends list. And in the beginning I was like, uh Oh, like, can I really just unfriend these people? Like, is that okay? And so it was, it was really difficult for me in the beginning, but just over time I've been like, well, you know what? Like today I don't talk to you. 
You don't post anything inspirational. You don't use Facebook at all. I love you. Bye. <laughs> it's like such a, yeah. such a, like, if you, if you want to come back into my life, if, if we have a reason to be connected, if we share, share similar values, then okay, I'll, I'll engage the conversation. I'll, you know, open up my friends list. But other than that, like, there's no reason just to keep having people in our network because we share a common past. A good friend of mine, um, Jonathan England, says just because you share a common past doesn't mean that you have to share a common future. Like, In fact, if you are someone who's driven and out to create something special, you won't have a common future with a lot of people who have a common past because they want to keep doing their, their old things, you know, old ways, drinking, partying, whatever, limiting beliefs. And so find people who have a common future with you. And it sounds like you really got around people who had a common future of success, fulfillment, happiness, health, uh, family, travel, freedom, all that great stuff. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, and not only that, but going back to social media, everything is over. Once you start getting more and more friends and you start getting more and more popular, you'll start getting all these uh, messages in your inbox, you know, join my MLM or join my business or whatever. Yep. And, and it gets a little bit overwhelming. And I mean, it's just, you have to like weed them out and be like, I'm not interested. Uh, but thank you anyways. We can definitely be friends. And then what really kind of <laughs> makes me laugh is like, the moment you tell them no, it's like, boom, they're gone, you know, they yep. don't support you anymore. <laughs> but the moment you buy into whatever they're doing, oh, they're your best friend. And, you know, it's, it's nothing against them. It's just I've narrowed down what I want to do. And and it wasn't easy. I was all, I'm, I'll be honest with you, dating back to 2010, 2011, I was doing all these MLMs. Sure. I'd go to these meetings and they would claim, oh, you're going to make all this money. I'm not saying it's not possible. It's just it wasn't for me. And well, dude, I personally dude, statistically, uh, am not a big fan of Statistically, Kevin, like the percentage of people that succeed in network marketing, I think I read somewhere it's like 0.4% actually make a profit in network marketing. But they don't tell you that statistic in the beginning. Uh, yeah. Like if you want it bad enough, you'll freaking get it. You'll create that. But a lot of people get into it with the the aspiration and the like desire to make that money. And I think we it's really important that we just find something that we resonate with, that we that we value, that we would do even if we didn't get paid, man. And you like podcasting for you. It's like, I love personal development. I love sharing this message. I love interviewing and having great conversations with people. That is, that is passion. That is purpose, man. And I think when people find that it changes everything. Yeah. And it's something, like I said, something against MLM companies. It's just, if I'm not passionate about it, I'm not going to do it. And not only that, but it seems like they're your best friend mm -hmm. until you say no. And then yep. they're gone. Yep. And it's like, my thing is, it's like, if you're going to come to me and you're going to approach me with a product or a service, you need to provide some sort of value to me from the beginning. Yeah. Like, you know, who was it? Uh, when I, uh, Andy Frisella, mm -hmm. he said at the, at Thrive, he said, people will always do business uh, with people they know, like, and trust. Yep. If I don't know you, what are the odds that I'm going to do business with you? If, if I don't trust you, what are the odds I don't, I'm not going to do business with you? If I don't like you, what am I going to do business with you? No. So like when people come to me, like, I don't know you. And you're presenting me with a product that mm. I don't have any interest in. Right. But that's just me personally. I'm all about I need to know you first. And what yeah. what can you do for me? You know? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's so, yeah. like, how do we how do we create win-wins? I think that's that's a, a big part of entrepreneurship, right? Because like when you're when you're 
shouting people out when you're buying their books, when you're buying their shirts, when you're going to the, their events and buying the tickets and stuff. Like you're saying, hey, I want to help you win. And then they're pouring into you. They're saying, hey, here's how you get success. Here's how you can do what I did. Here's how you can be happy, fulfilled, or get what you want. And I think it's important to surround ourselves with people like that and find people who share that common value with us. You know, for you, it's it's value, um, delivering value, keeping people inspired, family. Like those are all important things for you. So having a conversation around that and for people to take the time to look at your feed, Kevin, and say, hey, what does Kevin actually like? What does he value? And to build a relationship on that. Other, like instead of, hey, how can I get out of Kevin? How can I, uh, you know, sell my product or service? Find people who you align with on values, and then whether or not they join your company or buy your product or service doesn't matter because you align on values. They're your people, so just building a relationship with them anyways. Sure, there may be an opportunity to share what you're working on, your your business, etc., but even if it never came up, you'd still value the experience because they're a good person you want to have more time with them. Yeah, totally, man. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's talk about what kind of limiting beliefs you see come up a lot for um, people in the online space, beginning entrepreneurs. What did you overcome? Let's talk about some limiting beliefs that we can crush. Man, uh, <laughs> so many. Um, like, uh, well, first off, like our you know our parents, friends, family, whatever. They don't want to see you fail, so they're like, "Oh, hey, don't do that." Mm. Um, you, you know, you might fail or whatever. Just stay, stay in the safe zone. You know, yeah. stay trapped in a box. You know, don't get out of the comfort zone. You know, but it's like, it's kind of crazy because you see like a lot of things on the internet, movies or whatever. Like, oh man, I would love to live on the beach, but it's like, what are you doing? What are your daily habits that That's are going right. to get you closer to living on the beach? Mm. If you get, if you, I mean, nothing against people that work. I work. When I come home, I'm busting my tail. I do reserve specific times that I dedicate to my wife because I love her with all my heart. Um, but like I'm working on my podcast, I'm you know working on the book. Mm. I'm I'm always growing, um, and it's just and like I said, what are you? What are your daily habits? What you do after your nine to five determines your future. What you do um, on your off days determines your future. If you're just watching TV all the time, you're not going to get very far. You're going to stay in the same you're still going against apartments or houses um it's just i want to live on a beach i don't know where st thomas sticks out i'm going all out you know uh, i'm going to go to st thomas let's go baby this, i just hearing the water seeing the water just like it's relaxing and gets me motivated um but yeah i would say probably the fear uh is what people are steering me away from um, and the whole thing with you have to go to college to be successful. Yes, you can be successful mm. with college, but it's not a necessity. Um, I mean, I'll give you a prime example. Um, my friend, Mike Gillespie, he lives up in Canada. He uh, he graduated college. Um, he got his job and everything, working for the government, making a lot of money. Um, and a lot of, and another limiting belief is you need a lot of money to start a business. That's mm. not necessarily the scenario today's in today's nope. world. Yep. Um, he. He, he wanted to get into real estate. He didn't have the money. So he went to a networking event, connected with this guy. He built the relationship. He nurtured it. And before you know it, the guy hired him to renovate the houses before he either rented them or sold them out or whatever. He saved that money and he just kept saving and saving. And then he invested it in one property. And this is all while having his job. And then before you know it, 
it just keeps compounding and compounding to where he's able to leave his job, his safe, secure job, to take on something that's going to provide him an income-producing asset where he's not going to have to exchange his time for money, you know? So, um, but yeah, he, to be honest with you, he's the guy who um, I really admire a lot. He is the one that is rooted to my mindset right now. He's mm. the one who's helped me get out there, uh, explore, can make connections and everything. Uh, yeah, so he's the one that is rooted. Everything's rooted to him. And the whole thing with the podcast, Brian K. Wright, uh, love you, bro, <laughs> if you're watching. But yeah, he's the one that got me uh, with the vision to create the podcast. And he mm. is the one that connected me with you. So Boom. connections are everywhere and powerful. Pretty yeah. Love you, love you, Brian. I know he was out there earlier today. Not sure if he's still out there, but uh, Brian K. Wright, another amazing human being. Being, go check out Success Profiles, uh, his his radio show, his his show. He has some freaking epic people on. I'm like, how did you get these interviews? Like such such awesome stuff. Um, so this is great, man. Great, great conversation. Yeah. Also, I want to ask you uh, about the you know when we were talking when we first started working together. Um, the conversation was, you know, just to make sure that you are spending enough time with your wife. And then also like this, this aspect of building the podcast and building the business and juggling those two, man, I think a lot of people might have a difficulty of saying, how do I continue to spend time with my family and give them the love that they deserve and build my dream? How did you approach that, man? Well, I think, uh, time is the primal you know, it's the most valuable commodity in today's world. Uh, like I said before, um, you can always make more money, but you can never get your time back. And I think that a lot of people, whenever like an opportunity approaches them, mm -hmm. they automatically back off and put their guard up and say, oh, I don't have time. But the biggest thing that I do is I like to write the 24 hours down what I'm doing at every single hour, every mm -hmm. minute. If I see that I'm on Facebook for two hours, okay, that's two hours I to build my podcast, build my real estate TV for four hours mm -hmm. on Saturday. Did I? I'm not saying eliminate TV, but narrow it down to three, four, two, one hour, and yep. you know you're gonna actually before you know it, and not only that, but you go out to eat or you go to. Uh, Whatever, whatever it is, carnival or whatever, is do I need to go this? And another thing that I learned uh, from John Marone at the Unleash You event was uh, he said, uh, is what I'm doing going to get me closer to my goals or is it going to pull me further away from my goals? So mm -hmm. I kind of look at that right now. Um, but yeah, I, I think that if people can write down what they do every single hour of the day, they can really reflect on how they can free up time to do the things that can really take them to that next level. Dude, that's such a, a really powerful practical act exercise, man. I love it. And I, and for everyone who's listening or watching right now, like if you feel like you don't have enough time, like instantly what popped in my mind is I know a lot of people who are on the entrepreneurial journey, they feel like they don't have enough time to do it all, um, especially sales, right? Like entrepreneurs at the beginning of the journey, they're like, I don't know how to make sales. I'm not making the income that I want to make. And so tracking your time and looking what percentage of your time is actually dedicated to lead generation? What percentage of your time is actually dedicated to having sales conversations uh, and even networking, connection calls, whatever that might be? Like if you are not spending the majority of your time doing that, like the priorities are wrong. And especially a lot of people 
priorities are wrong in my opinion, you know, like especially if you want to create success fast, go out and serve people. Go out and solve problems. Go out and find unmet needs, people who are struggling, who are suffering, and be able to resolve that and, and serve them and create the benefit, create the healing, create the value. And when you do that enough times, like you'll have a list of testimonials. You'll have massive confidence of how you can serve people. And then you'll be able to charge whatever you want to charge because you know you can like demonstrate those results. That's something Susan Allen and I were talking today earlier about, um, you know, for people who are beginning coaches, especially beginning entrepreneurs go provide that result go get those results man yeah totally man and it's just like like i said i work a lot of hours yeah. but i still find time to work on my podcast do the interview and i only allow um, a specific time frame to come home interview and do whatever and that's it i'm not going to i mean there's a lot of people out there that say hustle 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 you know uh, you'll get plenty of sleep when you die but i don't really look at that mentality because i want to live a long healthy happy life you know yeah um, I mean, I understand at the beginning you might have to hustle a little bit, but that's sure. just every person's different and unique. Yeah, and I think it's it's also experimentation. Find out what are your boundaries, what are your limits. You know, I think just really listening to those whispers of your body. Like at first, we might not even be in tune with with those whispers, and we might push ourselves past that point, and we might get sick, we might get unwell, we might get burned out. But don't keep doing it. If you do it once, say, oh, ha, ding, ding, ding. It's it's telling me, life's telling me, my, body, my body's telling me this is not the way. you know. And so at that point, we get to say, how can we be more efficient? How can we be more resourceful? And I think the human beings have such infinite potential, but people just get comfortable with the status quo. And so challenging that status quo, being resourceful, asking for help, uh, seeking the guidance, the mentorship, the coaching to get us to where we want to go, man, that's, that's such a way – to crush those limiting beliefs that might be stopping us from creating success. Yeah, totally, man. I love it, man. And, you know, every single thing that I'm preaching um, is every, everything that I'm preaching is what I've learned from my mentor coach yep. and all the people who I'm connected with. I, I, you, you always have something to learn from everybody. Maybe okay. good. It may be bad, but you can learn something from everybody. So, yeah, that's right. That's right, bro. So you got your, um, speaking career that you're excited to be building, especially in the coming years, man. Um, let's talk about like practical actions that you're going to be taking. Books are great, right? Having a book is a business card that's super valuable, man. Uh, I started in Toastmasters to practice my speaking. I want to know for you, Kevin, what are some different places that you want to just get your foot in the door and start speaking at? Have you done any research on that? Do you have anything that you're looking forward to around that? I actually just joined a, a uh, mastermind um, that's put on by the Unleash You uh, family up there in Delaware that I connected with. Um, so I'm excited to dive into that, see what we're going to come up with. Um, I know that I'm not going to be speaking on stages to thousands of people right off the bat, and I'm willing to speak to whoever it is, even if it's just through a call or yep. whatever. I'm just, I, I, I know I'm going to have to eventually dive into it, and I'm excited about it. So, well, dude, yeah. you, you have that's, to. And as far as actionable. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say that the actionable steps that I'm taking is just, um, like I said, I don't a lot. Of, I don't have the direction on you know how to do everything and everything. Sure. So that's why I joined this master, and I'm going to be connected with people that are already 
uh, speaking already. Crushing so, it. Yeah. Crushing it. I love mm-hmm. it, man. I love it. And I, I, again, you know, I just appreciate your, your realness on where you're at and like what those next steps are. You know, for, for me, I, I spoke at Rotary before, Rotary clubs. Um, you can go to like uh, BNI is pretty difficult to get into. They usually want their own members to be speaking there, but um, like Chamber of Commerce of, of your local city, you can get in there, get your foot in there. Um, and just for me, I found my opportunities to speak on stage when I volunteered at places before and got connected with the the local community. So find if there's like a local convention that happens or if there's a you know certain group, like you said, the Unleash You. Shout out to uh, Michael Faber and all that he's doing. Great, great stuff. Love that guy. Just an awesome guest on the marathon as well. Um, but find the causes, the the groups in your city, hopefully locally that, that meet regularly, that meet once a week, once every other week, once every month, and find out how you can go volunteer, add value there. And then for me, I started with being a secretary in Toastmasters. I said, hey, I'm going to take notes and keep track of what's happening during the meetings. Then from there, I was able to get um, opportunities to be the vice president of education, scheduling everyone, right? Because I kept showing up. I kept being consistent. And ultimately, I became the president of the club, like leading the club. And it was only because I showed up and I was willing to do kind of the lower tasks and work my way up to the to the higher level responsibilities and leadership. Yeah, I love that advice, and I'm all. And that's one thing is that um, always be willing to take people's advice and always be willing to ask for help. I think that a lot of people are scared to ask for help. Sure. And like one of my things is, is unless you ask, the answer is always going to be no. So, <laughs> yep. So yeah, definitely ask questions and <laughs> and just just go out there, dive into them, and take that leap of faith. Yeah, man. Kevin, you're a guy who a lot of people want to say yes to just because of your energy, your personality. What do you think it is about you that makes people want to be around you and want to support you and want to help you out? Well, <laughs> I'm I'm a little like I have a what am I trying to say? I act different around different people. Hmm. If I'm quiet, it's because usually I'm, you know, I'm either tired. Or I just, the energy isn't there and I can't, you know, and it's just like when I go to events, I'm, I'm going to the, uh, the workshops, I'm, you know, networking, meeting new people. And, uh, the biggest thing, like how I make connections is like when I was at Unleash You and Thrive, I just go to people, Hey, nice to meet you. So what do you do? And then before you know it, like, uh, Amber Furman, uh, I met her at Thrive. She was, uh, she was a, uh, an attorney. And here I am, I'm in the automotive business. And I was like, well, we didn't really have much to say. But the moment she said, oh, I'm, I'm planning on launching a podcast, boom, mm-hmm. I'm looking to uh, launch a podcast. And then, boom, you know, the sparks went up and then we connected and, you know, we, we're still connected and everything. Uh, we help each other grow. And uh, it's just, it's just you, it's the, the energy that you put off is what's going to ultimately, in my opinion, going to be the response that the other people are going to get back to you. Mm. And you know, a lot of people, a lot of people are rude, but that's just who they are. Um, I'm very happy and willing to help people, and mm. I'm always willing to be there if you ever need me. Did you play sports growing up, man? Football. Yeah. Well, I played baseball, uh, you know, elementary school, and then I played football junior high and uh, high school. All, so, all, all four years of high school. Uh, not the, <laughs> not the fourth year because I wanted to get out at uh, the uh, the eleven twenty five uh, class. <laughs> And just because I was, I was ready to be done with it. I was just tired of it. And I knew that if I was going to play my fourth year, I was going to have to go to like three thirty, three thirty-five, whenever. So yeah. And plus, 
Um, I really, I mean, I was decent in football, but what's crazy is that I wasn't in near the shape in high school that I am right now. So, and not only that, but I'm in the shape I'm at right now because of the habits that I have versus back then, you know, you're young, dumb, stupid. You don't really care what you eat or what your lifestyle is like because you're young, you know, but as you get older, you have to focus more on these things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Dude, that's, that's awesome. I find for me, like I have had a sports background, right? We had Aaron um, sites earlier on today was talking about um, competition and healthy competition and instilling that in youth. And I think that there's a competitive drive to win at some certain level that a lot of athletes cultivate. And I think that's, that's an important part for me, for my journey of, of, you know, really having drive and drive to do these 12 hour marathons, drive to be successful. And I feel like part of that athleticism and the desire to win has also sh- helped shape you and your motivation and your desire to, to be a champion. You know, like you were a part of these sports where it was celebrated to do well and to, to be effective, to achieve the goals. And I, I found that for me, like there's a, there's a big correlation there. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy is uh, going back to my high school days is um, I was overweight. I was always the the third or second to the last whenever we did the mile or the quarter mile run. <laughs> and I'll never forget. And this still goes through my head to this day. Um, we were running the mile and I just, I gave up and I was just laying down. I was breathing real hard and I was literally going to quit. And I was like, I'm going to quit because that's obviously the easy thing to do. And I'll never mm. forget his name was Coach Brooks. He said, if you quit right now, it will only make you a quitter in life because you think wow. this is hard, life is even harder. Wow. So, so that just sticks with me and I live off that. So. That's hardcore, man. <laughs> yeah. I think you need to like get that somehow modeled into a, a phrase to teach people um, because that's that's like such a powerful thing to ingrain early on or at least even even now. You know, like you think this is hard. If someone says like, oh, it's hard to go make sales. It's hard to, you know, provide for my family. It's hard for whatever. It's like you think this is hard. Life is going to throw even harder challenges at you. So you can either quit now and be a quitter for the rest of your life or you can be someone who keeps showing up. And, you know, thankfully for you, you had a a great coach, a great mentor, a great um, person, father figure kind of thing who was able to be there for you when you were feeling defeated, when you're feeling like you can't go any further and he believed in you and and, like really challenged you to keep going, man. That's freaking powerful. Yeah, totally. And this this goes back into my earlier days growing up. Like my step, I I mean, my stepdad is basically my dad. He was there for me since uh, like four years old. And I always thought that maybe he doesn't like me. Maybe that's why he's so mean to me and everything. And and now I understand because all that of him being hard on me, it grew me into who I am today. Mm. If you don't ever have the discipline, you're always going to be, you know, mediocre. And I hate to use that term, but you got to have the discipline. And, And the whole thing, and like I said, I'm on this journey and it's not easy. It's freaking hard. Everybody sees these. Instagram pictures, Facebook pictures of people in their mansions driving their exotic cars. Yep. It's hard. It's tough. Like I get off work and I'm tired. I could easily go watch TV, do whatever, but I, I bust my tail and, um, and it is hard. And I mean, there's been friction between me and the wife every now and then, not nothing bad or anything because of what I want to do. And, you know, she believes in me and she understands that in order for my, you know, my dream, which I'm building our dreams, that 
there's going to have to be, you know, lots of ups and downs and everything. And it, it's tough. Everybody sees the iceberg that's above the water, but they don't see what's underneath the water. Mm. You know, the struggle, the failure, the criticism from the friends and family. And that's another thing is I think that a lot of people value others' opinions and that's what's holding them back and the judgment of their parents and everything. Yeah. And it's just like, look, you know, like I said before, you know, until your opinions start paying the bills, I don't care, you know? <laughs> and so it's just, <laughs> so yeah, it's just like, just be yourself. You're not, you're living your life, you yeah. know? So, yeah. yeah I just true. think that, and I got that from uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. That's, that's old school Gary Vaynerchuk. Valuing the opinions of others is, you know, it's going to hold you back. So Yeah. It's gold. It's gold. Dude, I, I really acknowledge you, Kevin, because from the very, very first time we met, I could really sense this, um, that you're a student of life and you're a student of a lot of other people, what they've done to create success. You know, you have so many analogies, so many examples, Michael Jordan, Gary Vaynerchuk, like all these people and life lessons that they have shared through their teaching. So I really acknowledge you for being a sponge and like being hungry to learn that stuff. And, you know, even going to conferences and, and sharing what people shared there, Andy Frazella, like all these people, I really I, I see you as someone who cares so much that you're like, how do I actually put this into my life and share this in my life and teach other people? It's important for me to keep sharing the philosophy, keep making a difference for others, but also to really in, integrate it into my own life and to live it, dude. So I, I really, I hear that coming through for you, man. And it's awesome. So keep up the great work, Kevin. And we want to know how can we stay connected with you? What are the next steps? How can people tune into the podcast? What can they do, man? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm not real huge in the social media uh, space. I'm just pretty much on Facebook. You can just look me up under Kevin Castillo. Um, you'll see my Life Supercharged banner in the background. Yep. Um, yep. My podcast is lifesupercharged.podbean.com. I'm working on getting the website up. Um, so, yeah, you can just connect to me with there. I'd love to you know, connect with people that may need direction. And if you need help in anything specific, I'm pretty sure I can connect you with someone that's definitely crushing it in that area. Because that's how I met you. That's how I met Brian K. Wright. So, yeah. Dude, I love it. So, Kevin Castillo, they can search for you there. And that's Kevin, K-E-V-I-N-C-A-S-T-I-L-L-O, Castillo. Um, and Kevin... I just want to wrap it up with with a final takeaway, man. Just bring it home. What you want to really leave our audience with, because you're you're just a powerhouse, man. What do you want to finish this epic interview off with, bro? Well, um, like I said, I'm still on this journey. I still have a job. Nothing against jobs. Um, it's just not for me. I um, I want freedom, time, more time with family. Yep. Um, when you realize that you. Only see your wife for about an hour, hour and a half a day, and it gets it hurts a lot. So, um, whatever you want, um, you gotta have the burning desire, you gotta, you know, get rid of the limiting beliefs, you gotta focus on the time. Um, how much time are you actually spending on things that aren't getting you closer to your goals? And, uh, you know, you gotta get comfortable with being uncomfortable, and you gotta accept failure. You're gonna have to do it. Um, I know you were a lot of people are raised thinking that failure is bad, but it's actually good. First attempt in learning, fail, you know, just fail, 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 and you're going to eventually win. It's kind of like a baby that um, when it starts trying to crawl and walk, it falls down, but it keeps getting up and it falls. It keeps getting up just like a kid that's trying to ride a bike. He's on training wheels. And then when you take him off, he falls, but he gets back up, falls, gets back up because they know that if they keep getting up and doing it, they're eventually going to master that craft. 
Yeah. But yeah, just dude, and definitely uh, gratitude. Uh, be thankful for what you have because if you're not thankful for what you already have, you're not going to be able to get what you really want in life. And uh, read. I, I need to get better with this. I pretty much listen to podcasts um, every single morning on my way to work, on my way home. They inspire me. Um, and patience. Uh, it's I struggle with it. You got to be patient and just you know go for whatever you want in life. Your time is limited, so. Just live your life to the max so you can live a supercharged life. So, yeah. 100%. 100%. Kevin, you are a freaking champion, brother. Massive gratitude for you being here, sharing with our audience. Massive love for you, man. I'm so excited to see your 2020 just blow open and you create all this, all this, this more success, dude. You have momentum. You have all the right thoughts and you're sharing all the right things and you're showing up and you're kicking butt on social media, man. So it's just a matter of freaking time until the the water, the geysers just come come gushing in, come flowing in, man. Um, I'll leave us with a, I think, a paraphrasing of Napoleon Hill when he says, when the riches come, right? When the riches come, that could be financial riches, spiritual health, uh, time freedom, whatever it is. When the riches come, they'll come so fast that you'll wonder where they had been hiding all of those lean years. So whoever's going through some lean years right now, just know that when you keep showing up, when you keep doing the, the steps, when you keep asking for help, when you keep getting uncomfortable, those riches, they will be coming. So keep showing up. And Kevin, I appreciate you being here, brother. Thank you so much, and we'll see you soon, okay? Thank you so much, man. It's an honor. Stay blessed, brother. I promise. See you soon. From the bottom of my heart, Thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.